Welcome to HR in 15, a podcast dedicated to addressing the complexities of modern HR in just 15 minutes. Brought to you by Prestige PEO, simplifying HR. Hello, and welcome to another episode of HR in 15. I'm Nancy Arado, Director of Marketing here at Prestige PEO, and your host today. We're joined by Jeff Gotthelf, author, executive coach, and consultant who helps companies of all sizes facilitate growth, transformation, and innovation. Throughout the course of his career, Jeff has worked as a designer, information architect, and software development product manager. His latest book, Forever Employable, shares his story and others as a blueprint on how we can all capitalize on our expertise to build our own platforms and continuously generate new opportunities. Jeff's here to tell us about the five specific steps to success as he outlines in his book and how we can each use them to cultivate our own path forward. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. I'm super thrilled to be here, Nancy. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So after spending the first 10 years of your career kind of climbing the corporate ladder, you decided to change your approach to stay employed. And instead of looking for jobs, they would come find you. So that is so super exciting. And I can't wait to talk with you today. So let's kind of get started here. Um, where does one begin on the journey toward personal success? So I, th I think there needs to be a, a bit of a reckoning, a personal reckoning to say, look, there, there is, there's a real challenge, I think, with finding sustainable long-term employment these days. And I see it a lot with, with mid-career folks and, and later career folks, um, uh, more so than with, with earlier career folks, because there is this sense that, well, if I put in the time and I put in the effort and I spend a significant amount of, of, uh, of my uh capital, my, my time capital, my expertise, my experience for an employer, they will always be there for me. And I don't think that that is actually necessarily true anymore. And that's the reality that I faced. Um, you know, in the book, I talk about the morning of my 35th birthday, I turned the morning that I turned 35, which was to be very clear, that was 13 years ago, um, was was a my moment of reckoning, I woke up in this cold sweat. And what I realized, even though I'd been very successful for the first decade or so of my career, I realized that, or at least what scared me, was that in five years, I was going to be 40. And when you're on that side of 40, 40 feels really old. And, and I felt like I would be old, expensive, and unemployable. And I had a family to care for, a family to provide for. And if I didn't change the dynamics of the job search, I really believed I was going to start losing more and more uh, interviews and new job opportunities as as I got older and as I got more and more expensive. And so for me, that was a deciding moment to say, look, I'm going to change the, the nature of this system. So traditionally, job search is a push system. You push yourself out into the marketplace and then you you abdicate control to other decision makers. I wanted to turn that on its head. I wanted to create a pull system that attracted opportunities to me. And so as I talk about in the book, the first step is to plant your flag. And, and planting your flag is deciding what you're going to become known for, what you're going to build your reputation on in the marketplace. Because the goal now is to create a reputation and to build a platform and to build an audience so that audience knows you. And when they need your experience and expertise, 
they come directly to you. So step one is planting your flag and it's deciding what you want to be known for. And, you know, I, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners um, also have the same kind of sentiments and feelings, right, as we go throughout our careers. And wouldn't it be absolutely incredible if it's a pull process instead of the, you know, continuous momentum of having to kind of push and figure out and how to navigate where we want to go. So I look forward to, um, I think you're evolving to the next step, which is really about, you know, telling your story. Yeah, so so once you've decided where to plant your flag, and to be clear, this can absolutely be a professional thing, and, and, and in most cases it is, right? The, the thing that you've been doing for the last 10, 15, 20 or more years at work, but you may also want to choose a, a personal passion. You may, you may say, look, I'm very, I, I'm very passionate about a, uh, a hobby of mine or a, a thing I'm particularly knowledgeable about, knowledgeable, knowledgeable about. Like for example, for me, um, when I decided to plant my flag, there was, well, there's software design and software development and product management. That was my professional expertise. I also have, and, and certainly back then had as well, a, an unusual amount of knowledge about vintage electric pianos. I'm a piano player, a musician. I used to play in bands. And I, I know a lot about vintage electric pianos. And there is a community of people who would benefit from that knowledge and from that conversation that I might be able to create. However, it's a very small community. There's about 17 of us. And so building a career on top of a very small community of passionate hobbyists wasn't exactly the right place to go. And so as you decide where to plant your flag, the next step is to tell your story. And telling your story means sharing your experiences and sharing your expertise. And this is where a lot of people get stuck. They'll say things like, well, what do I have to add to the conversation? Hasn't everything already been said? How do I stand out amongst the noise? What, what differentiates my story from anybody else's? And the thing that I always impart on people here is that there is a lot of noise out there. That's true. And a lot of folks have been talking about your industry, regardless of what industry that you're in. But nobody has told your story. Nobody has told the story of your experience and your expertise through the lens of your life, through the lens of your professional history, the, the wins that you've had, the challenges that you've overcome, the progression that you've undertaken. Nobody has that. Only you have that story. And so if you're looking for where to start telling your story, Start with what you know, start with what you've lived and share those stories. And you can, and, and, and don't feel the need to be an expert straight out of the gate. There is a tremendous amount of need for entry level content, 101 level content for people to really get a sense that yes, you're validating my journey as well. I think I should go into this field. Oh, you entered the field this way. That sounds like exactly what I'm going to do. That sounds like I should keep going in this particular direction. Always start with what you know and what you've experienced. That's a great place to start because nobody else has that. And that, I, that's so uplifting. Um, I love the idea of just, you know, being able to tell your own story. Just like you say, there's a lot out there, but when it comes from the person themselves, the author, right? Someone who's lived it and able to kind of tell your journey and put the emotion behind it, um, it just creates something altogether different. And so, how did things begin to shift for you as you continued to tell your own story? 
So I planted my flag on a concept called Lean UX. In fact, the title of my first book is Lean UX. UX stands for user experience. And that's what I was doing professionally at the time. I was doing user experience design. And the challenge that I was facing was integrating the design of websites and the design of, of apps and digital products and services with modern software development techniques. So software engineers are working in a new way. Designers had to adapt what they were doing. My team and I and others had figured out how to do that. And that's where I planted my flag. And I began to tell the story about that transition and that learning. Now, I knew that there were many, many organizations and teams around the world who were struggling with the same challenge. And so as I began to share what we were doing, demand to hear these stories picked up. And what happened there is that all of a sudden, I started to see the beginnings of these inbound opportunities coming in. These new paths were opening up to me. And listen, immediately at, at, at the outset, these were not job offers. These were, hey, can you come uh, give a talk at this conference? Hey, can you come talk to my team? Hey, my, my team's been struggling with a similar thing, but I have a question for you. Can you answer that question? And all of these new opportunities are ways for you to continue practicing telling your story and to get better at it and to get a better sense of how to tell that story. Now, following these new paths is exactly what you're trying to do. And it's a little bit scary because they're going to pull you away potentially from actually doing the work on a day-to-day -day basis. But we're doing this exactly for these reasons, to generate this flow of inbound opportunities. And eventually those things become, well, hey, can you come give this, this keynote at my internal conference? Well, sure. Well, I'm going to charge you for that. So that costs money. That costs, you know, there's a fee for that. So you can start to generate some, some side income from that. And then eventually job offers flow from that. And so there's a real virtuous cycle here. The more you tell your story, the more people ask you to tell your story. And, and the more that you do that, the scope of the opportunities grows and, and the, the chances that you'll be able to build either a secondary income or eventually a new career opportunity from that increases exponentially. It's interesting. You know, there's, there's quite a connection, like you're saying, between telling the story and following the new path, creating the new path. The more that you're saying you tell your story and people are listening and asking questions um, and it's generating conversation and generating that external interest. Um, I imagine it's twofold, right? People are learning more about you and it's also giving you or whoever's telling their story more confidence about what they know, who they've become, um, and giving them the opportunity to then feel better about following this new path. So in your book, uh, Forever Employable, you talk about um, the next step being teach and how it leads to more opportunities to plant your flag as you're going through this process. Can you tell us a little bit more about that as well? Absolutely. So uh, this is a uh, the thing that if you would have asked me uh, 10, 15 years ago, hey, Jeff, where are you going to be in 10 or 15 years? Uh, the last thing I would have said was teaching. And yet everything I do today is teaching. Every time I stand up in front of an audience and give a, give a speech, it's teaching. Every time I, I hold a workshop, it's teaching. Every time I record a podcast like we're doing right now, it's teaching. And every time that you teach, 
you get better at telling your story and you actually get better at the craft itself. Because if you can teach what you do to someone else, you actually improve how well you practice the craft. And eventually those teaching opportunities become paid teaching opportunities and it grows your influence and it grows your reputation and it, and it changes the, the nature of the opportunities that come in. I'll give you a perfect example. So one of the things I did recently was I gave a 90 minute masterclass online for uh, about the subject of objectives and key results, a very popular goal setting framework in the industry today. Now that was a teaching opportunity and 300 people came to that particular event. And now folks are saying, Hey Jeff, can you come teach this inside our organization? And so what this does is it's growing my business. It's building these new opportunities. And this is all inbound stuff that I'm attracting to myself as I continue to teach and refine how I tell my story and, and really kind of ground myself in that flag that I planted um, all those years ago. It's interesting, too, how teaching can be um, take on many different elements in terms of a large group participation and then also an opportunity to go into an organization and really kind of customize that down to a particular group. Um, and you have built yourself an incredible reputation for um, a lot of things that you've learned along the way and really to help guide others um, along that path. Um, but I have a real question here because there's something you called give it all away, which is very interesting and and also, you know, doesn't sound very intuitive and you call it your next step number five. Um, so, you know, what's the end goal here? What's the real secret to success? So this is the most interesting thing. The thing that's taken me the longest to learn. And like you said, super unintuitive, which is. As you build up these stories, as you build up this experience and this expertise, give as much of it away for free as you can. And it's, it seems unintuitive because you've got experience, you've got expertise, and you believe, and I believe too, that you should be paid for that experience and that expertise. And yet, the more that you give back freely, the more that you share back with the industry, with your colleagues, with, with the discipline, the more opportunities come to you, the more people can learn from you, the more they can learn about you. If you go to my website today, 95% of everything there is free. Templates, resources, downloads, videos of me giving keynotes, and yet people continue to hire me for all of that material, for, with, for paid opportunities, even though I give it all away, because it gives people a sense of who you are, what you know, how you present that work, and it creates these reciprocal relationships. Well, Jeff is super generous to the industry. Now I have an opportunity to pay that back to him in, in that situation. And that is uh, tremendously powerful. And one of the things that took me forever to learn and has been one of the most powerful cycles in, in building the kind of business that I have today. And I guess that kind of leads us into the whole reciprocal process, right, Jeff, in terms of the more you give, the more other people want to give in return, the more you share, people feel comfortable in sharing kind of, you know, whether we're talking about in discussing your um, professional career or even in your own personal life. I think, you know, it's just intuitive that you want to build upon that and build that relationship and others feel comfortable to reciprocate. 
It's extremely valuable. So I, I talked about that, that masterclass that I taught just the other day. Uh, we ran out of time for the Q&A. There were 50 questions in the Q&A box. I only got to answer three of them. Over the last few days, I've been taking on anywhere between five and 10 of the questions that I didn't answer. And I've been tweeting answers to them on my, on, on my Twitter account right? for free. You didn't have to attend the, the webinar to get these answers. Right? Because this is me giving back to the community. It's answering questions. And frankly, it's building the perception of my expertise with that community so that when they need help with this particular thing, I'm the first name that comes to mind. So there's that reciprocity that, that happens continuously in the work that I do. Well, I think you're going to have a lot more listeners um, after this discussion today because it's just so easy to have a conversation and to learn and listen and be able to share and, and just knowing that you're continuing to follow up long after a class that even ended just, you know, kind of gives credibility to who you are as a person. So we're going to wrap up today and we look forward to bringing you back, of course, and we want to just say thank you so much, Jeff, for sharing and thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. To learn more about Jeff and his books on coaching and consulting, be sure to check out Jeff's website at jeffgodhealth.com. That's J-E-F-F-G-O-T-H-E-L-F.com. And for more episodes of HR in 15, locate us on your favorite app or visit us at www.hrin15.com. Until next time. For questions or more information on today's topic, visit PrestigePEO.com.